House of Roll presents a life well-crafted. Five iconic luxury brands sharing the spotlight in one lavish house of brands. Roll, Riavel, Perrin and Rowe, Victoria and Albert, and Shaw's. To discover the full scope of design possibilities for your kitchen and bath, look no further than House of Roll. Reimagine your own setting at houseofroll.com. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sari Kolia here, and welcome again to another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. This is episode 196, getting closer to the 200 mark. I'm excited for it. It seems that we're going to get there before the end of the year, and that's exciting to me. Um, thank you for the support. Thank you for those who are listening uh, through the different platforms, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastBox, TuneIn, Spotify, AHA Radio, all of them. And also to those who are watching in YouTube, thank you for supporting this channel, supporting the podcast, supporting everything I do, not only here, but also in my other channels, JP Sari Gaming, JP Sari Reviews, um, Born Again TV, all of them. Thank you for the support. Now, my friends, uh, today is going to be interesting. Uh, and this is definitely a continuation of last week's podcast. Um, last week was interesting. And I know that it would be a bit controversial for some. Uh, some people, actually, some some friends of the channel, some friends of the podcast, they reach out to me. Um, they left interesting responses also on that video on YouTube, but also they reach out through social media. Uh, in some cases, uh, to agree, but also to disagree. Uh, and it's, it's it's good. I think it's good. Like I was mentioning in that um, episode, it's important to have the discourse. It's important to have the opportunity to share ideas. And I think at the end of the day, we are all in this together. We're growing together and we are all going to see things differently. doesn't really matter how close we are or how much we have in common. There's always going to be a difference, a different approach. We are going to have different opinions in regards to a lot of things. And for those who didn't have the opportunity to listen or watch the last episode, I talk about, in this case, about what really makes a collector. Who is a collector? And in that instance, in that episode, I talk about the difference between what I call a collector and a showcaser. And this is the name, the title that I gave to this uh, to the people that only care about showcasing this stuff. And then collectors who cares about, you know, in this case, the collectible value. They collect, uh, you know, they care about having all and collect everything they can, or at least the most valuable things. So that's important. And of course, you know, that brought something that I knew would come uh, for some people that mentioned in, in the in our private conversations. They were talking about the idea in this case, the concept uh, of, you know, being uh, in this case, a hoarder. And to be honest with you, that's the reason why I decided to do it, because I didn't men mention that. And it was on purpose at the same time, because I didn't want to extend myself into that, that, that episode and talk about everything that includes uh, or what it means to be a collector. And I wanted to do it in a separate video. And this is the reason why I'm doing it today. And I didn't want to do it today, but I think because of the response, I have to uh, pretty much I'm prompted to do it today. And I'm okay with that uh, because I think this is an expansion of that. And I think it works for the best. So we can have a better picture of what means to be a collector. Now, as I mentioned before, I believe in the difference between a collector and a showcaser. It's okay. I think it's, they're not, they're not, a, you know, in this case, they're not fighting with each other. I think all of us, we are in some way showcasers and also we are collectors. I think it's a it's something that it really kind of balances itself in our lives. Some people are more collectors than showcasers. Some people are more showcasers than collectors. But ultimately, we have a percentage out of it. Now, there's other two terms that I want to mention to here. And I, I probably you've seen in the title. 
the difference between being a hoarder and being a completionist. That's the difference. There's two the words here that are important because not only we are collectors, and we're not only our showcases at the same time. In some ways, we can even dive into or really get into being uh, hoarders. We can start hoarding a lot of stuff, buying so much that just out of control, and which is an obsession. And at the end of the day, I think that being a collector also it takes a little bit of obsession. I think we are obsessed sometimes with certain things but also being completionist. And I think that's a big difference because sometimes people confuse one with the other. I think sometimes we have the tendency to think about completionists as hoarders, and sometimes we think hoarders are completionists. And, and that's something that we have to separate, we have to divide, because I think that's also another thing that in many ways it separates the way we are, the way we behave, and determines the, 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 the attitude that we have as collectors, as, as people in this hobby, as fans. So we're going to talk about it today. So, you know, if this is the thing, if you're watching this on YouTube, if this is your first time, uh, please do not forget to subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know, hit the notification uh, button so you're reminded of every video. We're doing episodes every week. Uh, thank you for doing that. And also, if you are following uh, in the different platforms, share the platform and social media with your friends so they know about it. You know, come to Twitter, come to Instagram. Uh, follow me on Facebook and all these places and share with your friends. I definitely, that will help me to grow this podcast. All right, let, let's get into that part of the conversation. What is the difference? So let's start first understanding the concept hoarder. Now, we many, not, many of us understand the concept, the idea. A hoarder is a person that constantly buys and buys and buys without restriction, without limitation, maybe because they have the means for it, but they buy and everything they have in their collection, it might be a bit out of control, you know, and we've seen that a lot. We see that in social media, even in YouTube channels, some people that just buy, 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 buy. And sometimes it's more like a, so I want to say a mental problem, but I think, and I've been there, I think we've all been there in some ways that we are trying to accommodate our lives. And sometimes it has to do with limitations. Sometimes it has to do even with childhood drama uh, and trauma. I think I think that sometimes in my case, and I, I can say for myself, and I know many people feel the same way. As a kid, I was blessed to have a lot of things, but I didn't have it all. And as I got older, and of course the means to buy the things that I wanted to buy, I've been just, I started buying things left and right and buy without control. I'm a fan of a lot of things at the same time. I love Marvel. I love DC, Star Wars. I love everything in social, uh, anything that was in the 80s and 90s. I love the cartoons. You know, I'm a big fan of so many franchises. So you follow me on JP Side Reviews. You know that, that I constantly talk about collectibles in all different arenas where there is, I'm not just a, a, you know, a Batman collector. I'm not just a Superman collector. I'm not just a Spider-Man or Marvel X-Men collector. I collect not only I, I talk about Marvel stuff, I talk about DC stuff, of movie stuff, I talk about Transformers, I talk about, you know, in this case, action figures. If you, and that's maybe the, one of the reasons why my channel hasn't had the opportunity to grow as other channels have grown. Because, and to be honest with you, I, I'm a fan of so many things. My mind cannot be controlled. This is the thing I, I, I come to understand over the years that that's how I operate. My mind operates this way. Some people can focus on something and really focus on that thing and just work on that. That's not me. It's never been me, you know? And to be honest with you, I fought it for so long, trying to control it until I realized that it wasn't me. It would never be me. I'm not that type of person. So in so many ways, I buy so many different things. As you can see in my display back there, there's Marvel stuff, DC stuff, Transformers stuff, you know, I have books and all that kind of stuff. And I have Star Wars stuff somewhere there too. So 
to be honest with you, I love all these things and I have no issue with them. You know, I have no problem to have all this. I don't feel that I need to be confined and only collecting one single thing. I feel that sometimes even some people recommend other people. Like I see some people in, in social media, they start collecting something, you know, some collectors are collecting just one thing. And all of a sudden when they start just diving into other things, people are just uh, come to them and says, why are you collecting that? You, are you supposed to be this? Are you supposed to be that? And I found that a bit offensive because I do believe that people change. They have its change. People ideas and what they feel like and what they like is changes it's constantly evolving i still remember when i started collecting statues well not collecting when i started reviewing statues in youtube i remember that at the beginning of my channel was reviewing statues and then when i started doing uh, omnibuses and some people say oh i like that stuff but aren't you just supposed to be a statue collector that's what they used to say and so that they say well i like your stuff but i like your statues more can you just go back to review statues but the, the truth of the matter is that actually the, the, the book reviews were actually gaining traction and people were more interested on those videos than the statue reviews. So I went uh, went along with it, you know, started doing more of that, but I was kind of mixing things up. And then I had people that came to the channel uh, just for the books, but they kind of watched some of the, the, the statues say, well, I'm not really a statue collector, but I like when you do certain things, but I do love your, uh, you know, book reviews. And I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I do have diff a lot of preferences. I have a lot of things that I'm a fan of. And I think we all have the same thing. We don't have to be, I would say, label or boxed in into one single thing. I feel that people can express their ideas, how they feel like it. Ultimately, art is subjective and we're constantly growing with it. So people need to experience that. And I feel that it's okay to do that. Some people can focus into one single collection. Other people need to focus on so many different things because that's how they operate. That's how I operate and always operated with my mind. Even at work, I got to do m multiple things, but I don't do everything at once. I do one thing here, then I take a break from that, goes to the next thing, then the next thing, the next thing, we go back to the first thing. And I constantly have to rotate to keep myself engaged into what I'm doing. I've been operating like this for years in many different jobs. It was, some jobs were harder than others to do it that way. But I'm so grateful right now. The job that I have gives me the opportunity to really run things my way because I'm running my own business technically here representing this company so i can run things my way and i feel that it operates with my mind it allows me to have the freedom to really operate and come up with better ideas and expand on those ideas and i think that's important i feel that you know everyone is different and going back to the collectible part i feel that people need sometimes to express themselves and that's okay some people will have a more messy look that's for sure like perhaps like me People who have more stuff in that room, you know, there will be more differences. You know, there will be Transformers stuff, Star Wars stuff, manga, anime stuff. They will have Marvel, DC stuff. And so people will just be focused into one single thing. And sometimes people will say, well, you know, you should focus on one thing, like I said before. But the truth of the matter is that everyone is different. Everyone has a different understanding of art. And it's okay to be that. Now, when I talk about hoarding, um, I'm not talking about, I don't consider people like that hoarders. That's bottom line. I think a hoarder is a person that goes overboard in the sense that they go the extra mile. They cross the line into more of a obsession, into more of the, even a mental obsession when they are getting everything, everything, everything. You cannot stop expending money and buying. And to be honest, I have met people like that in so many ways. We, I have done the same thing. I think we all as collectors at some point, particularly the first couple of years that you're collecting at certain or certain seasons of our lives we tend to buy a lot and i went through a lot of it even when i started collecting when i came back to collecting after i got married i took a five-year break i came back to start collecting 
it came really strong. I started, I was collecting, spending a lot of money on SciShow stuff. I was in, in the forums. I was on, you know, getting stuff. I was buying stuff, PCS stuff. I was buying so much. A lot of stuff that ended up just boxed in, never displayed. And ultimately, I got rid of it. I sold because I didn't have a space to display it. So that was it. That was the, my limitation. I was just obsessed with it. At the same time, it was a difficult time in my life. Um, and then uh, we went through a difficult period when my wife lost um, a baby. And that was really hard for me. And I and now I can acknowledge it. I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this here, but we lost a baby and it was really hard for me. Um, it was emotionally hard. I didn't know how to really deal with the emotions, how to really console my wife into that situation, even my daughter. It was tough for me. It was rough. Um, and during that a very traumatic experience i think the only thing that i could do was just to you know go strong with work i was involved i i, I work became my escape but my second escape became such a collecting again so i started spending a lot more money buying this buying that just trying to kind of i think in my i was dealing with i was grieving but in a different way i didn't know how to grieve properly so so i've been through situations where i was spending more than i should and i was getting into even credit card debt because of it heavily and i have to at some point have to kind of get over it you know i have to overcome that and i thankfully i overcame that and i'm sure this is a very personal thing here to share but uh, i think that really allowed me to see the world in a different way to see you know what i'm doing this because i'm a fan or i'm doing this because i am uh grieving and the obsession has become the only way to heal and i don't think you can heal situations like that. i think it's more internal you have to emotion you have to share your emotions at some point and thank i thank god that i was able to overcome that situation that i was going through uh, and that we we're going through as a family uh, which was really hard for us but at the same time it was a it, it definitely i can see the obsession and some people cannot overcome those obsessions and they become hoarders that means that they have to have everything regardless of what it is regardless if they display it or not regardless if it has any collectible value regardless if it's anything that really enhances the collection so they have to have it all and that ultimately is an obsession and ultimately that's what a hoarder is a person that just buys and buys i don't consider every person that has different displays or different you know tastes in their collection a hoarder and they have massive amounts of pieces at the same time, you have to keep in mind, we all have to keep in mind that if you've been here the longest, you tend to have more stuff than other people. And that is not always the case because some people, they, they, they go through different seasons where they clean stuff out, like I have done a couple of times. I have come to a place where, you know what, I'm done with this. It doesn't really satisfy me anymore. I don't feel the joy with it. Sell it, you know, sell everything I can and start over again. And now I'm in that season again where I'm restarting again, doing things. And I enjoy that part, but I go through those different seasons where I feel, okay, this is over. Now my taste is different. What I like is better. It's different. I'm growing with it. So I'm going to get rid of what I have to start again, to start over again. Some people can deal with that. Some people cannot. Some people have to keep it all. And of course, the longer you're here in this hobby, the more stuff you're going to gather, the more, you know, things that you have to worry about, the more the storage problems that you have, the more pieces that you have to display the more the challenge we have to really review our intentions of what we're doing and the reason why we're doing certain things and we say well are, we, are i doing this because this is the best thing for me for my collection for my vision for what brings me joy well i'm doing this because i'm obsessed with this because i'm dealing with some personal trauma some personal um you know struggle that i need to overcome when i was going through that situation that i mentioned with our losing a baby um i was struggling emotionally um and my wife knew that i was struggling and she told me that I was struggling with it. 
that there was a lot of anger inside of me. And the only way to express it, it was just by spending money um, or by doing this and bringing more stuff. But I was still, she said, you, you used to say, you know, you're still struggling with this. And to be honest with you, it took me years to realize that it took me years to overcome that, that really, because I didn't accept it. You know, this is the thing. Sometimes we don't want to accept that, but I accepted that I was, that was an obsession that I was going through. And it was the only way to, to cope with the, the pain inside. And uh, this is very personal. I, I'm telling you, it's something that maybe makes me feel uncomfortable even recording this. But it's, I think that uh, at some point I have to overcome that, the obsession, and say, you know what? Am I going to buy everything or am I going to simply uh, just buy what really is important? And, you know, I have more uh, a, a limited taste in certain things. And I think we all get to that place. But at some point, I will tell you, every collector, every person that has been in this hobby for long, and I'm talking about statues, but also can I, you can discuss this with any other hobby, whether there is books, whether there is action figures, diecast, all of that. You can definitely share the same feeling. You know, are we simply buying like crazy or are we just simply being choosing the stuff that really fits and actually enhances our collection. That's the difference. That's the difference right there. Now, going into the other part of being a completionist, because I feel that sometimes people confuse being a hoarder when a completionist. A completionist is a person that is also building a collection, but it's building a collection and every single part has to fit in, into that particular vision, which means that if you, and I'm talking, I'm going to use example for statues. If you're buying, and some people need to have the entire line to feel that they have completed something. Some people are not okay with that, but some people need to have every single piece. If somebody's buying SciShow, and that was the bad thing for years, that SciShow didn't really release many X-Men statues. The X-Men were very popular with SciShow PFs, but they never released every single character, and people were crying out for years for options. And every time they were coming back, it was the same revision of in this case of Wolverine or other characters, and they restarted the line again with the, you know, in this case, the main characters, but everybody's asking for the other characters. And this actually prompted other companies to come on board, companies like XM Studios. And the one six scale, people are um, talking about, in this case, one seven scale, the Bowen scale. You're looking at people trying to complete lines, you know, whether you are building a classic Avengers line from the 1970s, you're building that piece by piece, and people want to complete the whole roster. So you want characters that actually fit in into to that roster into the whole vision of the characters that is a completionist i don't consider that person a hoarder it's a person that is buying because wants to complete that com the complete line all the characters and we're talking about the avengers line there's so many avengers characters that you can add on there's so many characters in the x-men roster that you can add on into a collection because they, they, in this case, the rots are always changing in these characters. And when you're talking about the seven is the bronze age, there were so many characters over the years that were part of the, the, the Avengers. So people want to create those rosters. You know, like when you're talking about the bus or mini bus that Gentle Giant was doing with the Star Wars, people wanted to have every single part. They are completionists. I don't consider that a hoarder. I consider a person that wants to complete a collection with every single piece. So they want to add the next one in the line, the next one in the series. The same happened with action figures. People really care. The spawn figures, for example, for years, people wanted to have and everything was serialized. So you want the next in the series. And you know what? It's okay to be that. Even Transformers do that. You know, you want to have every single part, every single member of that. That being a completionist, I don't think it's bad also can turn into an obsession at some point where all you care about is completing a line and that can become a, a problem you know but i would say that a completionist is not so fixated and to have everything that is on sale but to have something in particular completed 
you know, it could be just a single line, not everything. A hoarder will buy anything, whether it's Marvel, DC, Star Wars, whatever, even stuff that they don't even care about, even the stuff that they don't, you know, have no knowledge and understanding. And that's the type of people that sometimes I see in online. So oh, I don't like this guy. I see a lot of times online people saying, well, I don't, I don't know this comic book, but I like this. I'm going to buy it. And that person, I'm not saying that person is a hoarder. I'm saying that that person is actually in its way to become a hoarder. If you're only buying the stuff that looks cool to you, but you have no emotional attachment to because you don't understand even the character, but you like it. And I wouldn't say that makes you a hoarder right away because we all have their art, art that we see for the first time and we fall in love with. That's for sure. But when you start going uh, unrestricted, when you start actually buying stuff unrestrictedly, when you start simply spending money and things that actually you have no attachment, then then that can become a problem. So you have to be very careful that you're not drawn into this uh Pretty much this rabbit hole where you are spending more than you need to now coming to the end of the podcast because this has been an interesting episode definitely I, i'm really interested on this one you know these are the four categories of i will name any collector you know you are a collector a person that cares about collectible value you are a, a displayer a showcase a person that wants to have a beautiful display to showcase the art you are a hoarder a person that buys a lot of stuff sometimes without not even remorse, without not even understanding or knowledge of that, just wants to buy it because it looks cool. And I've seen that even on omnibus collectors, people that just simply buy the books and never read the comics, but they just want to buy the omnibus because they want to have all the omnibuses. And then you have also the completionist, which in some ways hoarders and completionists can work together, but a completionist is only fixated in on particular stuff. You don't buy every omnibus. You buy only the X-Men omnibus because that's your... How, that's what you love the x-men and you don't care about the avengers you don't care about the other characters you only care about one particular thing and you want to complete it that's a completionist and those are i think in, in many ways as collectors as people that are part of this hobby and uh, people that buy these beautiful things or these things you know to, to create a collection uh, you know i think we all been part of it you know in so many ways we it's, it's in engraving us those four different personalities are part of our mindset a part of our psyche at sometimes we are collectors that only care about care value maybe we're stuck up about it you know but we are caring about it some people will call us elitist about it you know to say that that's an elitist mentality which i don't think is an elitist mentality but i feel that some people you know sometimes we care about those things because we're investing money in it and sometimes we care about show you know we care about showcasing and sometimes some people have different degrees of it we care about showcasing certain items you know we want everything that to look certain way but also sometimes we just simply, there are times in our lives where we just simply buying and buying and buying because, you know, they had nothing else. Maybe this is the, the only way to deal with the stress that we're dealing in our lives. And sometimes in, in many ways, we also completion is because we want to complete something. If something is missing in that collection, a piece is missing. We feel that we haven't completed anything. And that's the reason we still collect them because we still want to complete something. So in many ways, we are all these different facets of life of the, the, I would say the psyche of a collector are part of us, are part of us. And we have to accept it. Now we have to learn to control each aspect of it because one thing can take over the other and become the only obsession of the only thing that we worry about. We become only about collectible value. That's all, the only thing we care about. And we miss the opportunity to have beautiful things in our collection. Oh, because the addition size is not to our liking. Or also, we only care about showcasing stuff that we're just spending too much money into stuff that is too expensive, but has no collectible value. Because there are a lot of items now that they're too expensive, but with the open edition sizes, you're not making your money back. You just wasted money in something that actually is going to be surpassed in a matter of months by other company. So you have to be very careful. 
And at the same time, you know, some, you know, we have to be careful not to become the hoarders that we only buy and buy and buy and buy in and everything is boxed in. Everything is just in storage. We have a lot of stuff in storage. So that makes me a hoarder that, you know, ultimately it's not being seeing the light of day. It's not coming out. We're not displaying. It's not portraying its beauty. And at the same time, you know, we can become completionists that that's become our mission in life. And we lose the joy of the soul that we already have because we're looking for the next best thing just to complete something in our mind that never is it's never completed. So it's important that we have to emphasize and we have to be careful not to fall prey into those aspects because they are good. But at the same time, they can be bad. You know, they can lead us into an obsession that is out of control. And we have to be very careful. Now, one thing I will, I will mention um, that I feel that it's important. It's a passage in the Bible that right now I don't recall, but I will have in the notes. This is a passage where Jesus is talking about. Uh, and there's actually two parables that he talks. I think that was in the Sermon of the Mountain. And he was talking about um, that uh, there a man, the kingdom of God, as we said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man that founds a treasure in a field. And he goes and sells everything he has to buy the field. That's a collector mindset. That's the person that loves to collect things. Um, find something that is beautiful and you get rid of everything you have to have the stuff that you actually care about. Also, use another passage where he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a man that founds that precious stone, precious stone, precious gem, and sells everything he has in order to buy that precious gem, that precious stone. That is what a collector is, a true collector. A true collector understands the value of things, understands that what he has has some importance and value. It's not only concerned about, oh, it looks good, but also because you love it, you fall in love with it, and you're willing to sacrifice everything to pursue that what you really care. So with you know in this case Jesus was using the comparison between a collector and a person that finds the kingdom of heaven. You know, a person that actually follows God because has found the treasure and the gem that is more important than any other gem. And that's what collectors are. You know, collect and the important thing is this that Jesus is talking about this what over 2000 years ago. <laughs> 2000 years he's mentioning this. So they were already collectors on the earth during that time prior to that. So the mindset of a collector has always been part of humanity. You know, it's been a part of man had always been really attracted to beautiful things. You know, you can see it in the history of the, the, the many um, in this case, the, the nations over over time, the cultures over time. They were attracted to beautiful things, precious things. And I think at the same time, this we live in a modern society where a lot of these things are, man, you know, in this case, mass produced. So they don't they're not natural stones, anything like that. They're mass produced. But still, there is the mindset in us that we love certain things over other things because they have value. And we're willing to sacrifice everything else in order to get that. A collector understands that. A, a collector understands that, you know, yet yeah, you can have it all. You can hoard it all. But there's only one thing that really matters more than anything else. That what really makes a collector. A collector is not just a person that is hoarding everything, buying everything out of control. Or even a completionist that wants to complete one thing. A, a collector understands that there's one grail. That only matters than anything else. And that's the reason why we use the word grail here in this hobby. Because when you find the holy grail, when you find the thing that really matters the most, everything else, you know, everything else kind of fades away. That has no value. So collectors understand that there are things that are more valuable. That's the reason I was talking in my in previous episode that to me, like having the issue number one of, you know, in this case of Spider-Man or in this case, Amazing Fantasy, is more important for some people to pay a million dollars for that than number one. I would say Spawn, although that one goes expensive, or even the most recent number one of Spider-Man, because, of course, you get all these uh, volumes get re rewritten, you know, restarted by Marvel. They're not going to be as important as that number one. 
of the first ap appearance of Superman. That's going to be more important, than, or the Batman. That's going to be more important than anything else because of the value of it. The number one Wonder Woman, the first time that she appeared. All of those things are important. So I'm telling you, and now it really coming to the end of the podcast on this one. I think we have to understand the difference between one of the other. We have to be very careful not to fall prey of that because obsessions are a normal part of this hobby or any hobby. And sometimes they can overtake and overcome even our own desires at the beginning, our principles or what they really our vision that we had. And then well, the way we started is not the way we end and the way we are right now in our lives. And we go back and look back and say, wait a minute, that's not what I wanted when I started doing this. So you have to be very careful. Obsessions are part of the hobby. And definitely, you know, there's so many obsessions that can happen here in this hobby. You know, there's so many things that can lead to bad things and bad experiences. And I think the worst part is that the obsessions become their center of our lives, that they take over even our job. They take over our family, our relationships with our wives, our children, because we are so obsessed about getting this done that we just forget that there's life out there that we need to experience. And believe me, I've been there, you know, and like I mentioned earlier about the struggles that I had emotionally as a family, I think they were very personal. This was my escape. And ultimately, it was not the best escape. Uh, it was just a way to hide my own emotions and, and not understanding that my family also needed me in situations like this because this became my only outlet to express my discomfort, my obsession, my pain. So we have to be very careful not to fall prey on that. And I'm sorry, I feel that sometimes many collectors, many people that are involved in this hobby, that's all they talk about. You can go to any social media place. You can go to Facebook groups. You're going to see the same people over and over. And I'm not trying to judge people here, but there's the same people always, the same people with the same drama, the same people always posting about something, the same people that will come and see you and say, oh, you're the only friends I have. I'm sorry, if your only friends are on Facebook, then there's a problem here, a disconnect that you have to really be careful with. I know in the pandemic, it's hard to make friends, but we have to find a life outside this hobby. And that thing that will give us a clear mind to understand what we do. And this becomes an important part of life, but it doesn't become the only important part of life because it is not. So that's the part, that's the big difference. So we have to be very careful. Are we hoarding? Are we completionists? Are we collectors in the true sense of the word? Or are we just simply, uh, you know, people that showcase and stuff, you know, whatever we are, we have to understand that, you know, there are things I will say, being a showcaser, it's fine. You know, being a, a collector is fine. A hoarder, I, you know, it depends. You know, I, to be honest with you, that's one thing that I will be very careful not to be. I'd rather be a completionist than a hoarder. I feel that a completionist understands the vision better than a hoarder. A hoarder doesn't have a vision. The hoarder just has an obsession of buying. And that is a problem. You're a shopaholic. That's about it. And you need some help on that. And we have to be careful because... Again, we all, in one way or the other, we become this or that at some point in our career in this hobby. And that is the thing that can steal and really robs us of the joy of it and ultimately takes away the desire to be part of the hobby. And that's the reason many people do simply quit. They quit because they have, in many ways, they have falter into doing what is really important, which is follow your heart. Follow what really leads you to happiness and sharing, you know, life with other people and having this as a secondary thing that, you know, it's in the background just to enhance part of our lives. But it is not everything that represents who we are. Of course, that's just my opinion. What is yours? Let me know in the comments below. So once again, my friends, thanks for watching this on YouTube. For those who took the time, for those who are listening to the different platforms, thank you for spending time with me. If you agree with me or disagree with me, let me know. You can come here on YouTube in the comments. You can actually reach out to me, whether it's social media, you can reach out. 
on and in this case on, on my different pages on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Let me know how you feel about it. Anything that I forgot to mention here, anything that you think I didn't really look or overlook, let me know and we can have this discourse. And I thank you for those who are listening. Thank you for those who took the time on the previous episode to reach out and, you know, share their own beliefs and their own opinions. And that's important that we share opinions. It's important to have this discourse. And that's something that I'm planning uh, ahead of time. I think I'm telling you my plans is to get right now. The plan is to get to the episode 200. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know if I want to make that episode big. Who knows? But I, I think, I, I, you know, that there are a lot of good things coming for this podcast. In my opinion, next year is going to be very interesting. Have some plans and ideas. But if right now with everything that is happening around my life, it's just trying to get to that place, but we will get there. And it's been through you and through your support. My friends, God bless you. Take care. And I will talk to you again. Bye-bye. 